Hey, listen, welcome to the Hey Listen Gamescast. This is episode 32 of our show. This is the first time ever we've recorded episode 32. Do you guys know that? <laughs> wow. Nathan is flabbergasted by this news. Uh, we got a great show here today for you, as always. Uh, my name's Jeffrey Morse. To my uh, left here is Nathan Wagner. Hey, guys, what's up? And, of course, our third cohort of the show, the only Rob Douglas. Hey, what's happening? Also, I'd like to point out that um, the sound effects, Nathan, they gotta go. What? <laughs> I think they enhance our show. Do the people love the sound effects? Tune in, or let us know if uh, you enjoy Nathan's uh, awkward sound effects. But uh, uh, anyways, we got a good show uh, for you guys here today. We will be talking about a bit of news, and then our main segments. Uh, we'll be talking about mobile games, and uh, kind of our personal 2017 goals we have. Uh, what kind of games we want to be Play only mobile games. That, that's in your goal 2017. for the year. Does, does a Switch fine. count as a mobile game if it's if it's portable? No, it has to be on your phone or your iPad. Dang. <laughs> um, I I still have my old Nokia phone. Can I just play Snake on that? And yes, just... you can do that all day right. long. Snake's all day long. <laughs> um, but our first bit of news we wanted to chat with you guys about is uh, last week Nintendo announced four Fire Emblem games in a direct. Um, and it was a, a whole Nintendo Direct. They've done a few uh, franchise-focused uh, directs before with, like, Smash Bros. and, um, like, up, other upcoming games like Pokemon. Splatoon. They Splatoon. did Splatoon 1. Yeah. Um, and so this is the first one for the Fire Emblem series. And, you know, I think a lot of us were, you know, expecting more news on the Fire Emblem Warriors game and then maybe the mobile game coming out. Um, but they not only announced Fire Emblem Heroes for mobile, um, which is coming next month, by the way, very yeah, soon, very like, like a week or two. Um Fire Emblem Shadows of Valentia, I believe is how you say that, um, is coming out for the 3DS uh, in May, and then a new Fire Emblem Warriors on Switch, and new 3DS in the fall, and then a new Fire Emblem just core game that's coming out for the Switch next year is already in production. So, yes. crazy. Like, what, what do then, you guys think about all these Fire Emblem games? Do you guys think there's too many Fire Emblem games? Like, there were two <laughs> Fire Emblem games last year. All these new well, ones. technically three, because they put three campaigns. Oh, that's right. There's three campaigns. I forgot about the third one. Mm-hmm. Three, and there's just so many. And we, we already know there's, like, what? There's six different Fire Emblem characters in Smash Bros. Like, it was six getting six. getting a <laughs> yeah. little ridiculous with when they added two more on to the yep. uh, roster with the DLC characters. But I just think it's insane. Like, I've, I've said this before, just that Fire Emblem Awakening was, like, the kind of the final chance for... Hey, we're gonna put all of our effort into making a good Fire Emblem. If it doesn't sell well, we'll probably you know put it to rest, give it the path of you know like Metroid or F Zero, Star Fox, and these other games that Nintendo hasn't you know banked a lot on. And it sold really well. It got received well. Like it got a lot of people into the game for the first time. I know Nathan, you and I, we both yeah picked it up. We both picked it up. That was our first Fire Emblem game, and uh, it, it's a really great game. But here we are now, a few years later, and there's like four new Fire Emblem games coming out in the next year. Yeah, I think the only one here that is really surprising is the remake um, for the 3DS, Shadows of Valencia, or however you say that. Um, yeah. Because that came out of nowhere. No one was expecting it. Like, it hadn't leaked or anything like that. And it's coming yeah. out in May. It's and based on one of the old Japanese Yeah, exactly. Like, it makes sense that they're going to make a new Fire Emblem for Switch. The Warriors one is a different company that's making it, and they're doing a mashup. Um, and then, obviously, the mobile one had already been announced. But I think... That one, I mean, it's it should be pretty cool because it's based on this old, uh, I forget if it's Nintendo or Super Nintendo game where the it was different from other Fire Emblem games. Like, it's kind of a free-roaming RPG where you can go around in dungeons and yeah. stuff like that. And then when you encounter battles, it so it's becomes unique like even in the Fire system. Emblem system. Yeah, exactly. So, the game, so it'll be cool. Um, it's a lot of Fire Emblem. I am like Fire Emblem, but I'm not a huge fan. So I kind of wish they were spending... Maybe it depends on how much of the resources they're using. Um, yeah. If they're using these resources, it to sounds make Fire like they're using a lot of resources instead to make Fire of some other game. I would rather them spend. I want to know game. where's my Donkey Kong Direct? <laughs> Where are my four new Donkey Kong games being announced? Nintendo, come yeah. on! Everyone still loves DK. Wonder. The last two DK games got like sold really well and they got critically acclaimed. Like, but for some Tropical reason, Freeze didn't sell that well. It's, it's sold okay. Okay, well they released at the same time as Mario 3D World. It so was a couple months after it wasn't going. Yeah, but it was done. They pushed it back yeah. because it was so close, and it still was pretty yeah. close. But I don't know. I, I I see this, and it makes me think, why is Nintendo putting all these new Fire Emblem games out when there's so many other great franchises that I think could use the new uh, entry? They, uh, I guess they like to do play whatever is hot, you know? Play from the hot side. Yeah. 
Well, the Fire Emblem games, it kind of feels a little Call of Duty-ish or Assassin's <laughs> Creed. Kind of like that yeah. yearly franchise, only, I mean, they're putting four out in one year. Well, what, what well, the, the 3DS, it, it definitely is like that because, you know, they put three new campaigns out last year, then they're putting out the new one this year. One, and then one this year. Technically, and then they another have a 3DS game and... if you count Warriors on the new 3DS. Yeah. Um, as yeah. Well. But, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's crazy. You know, Nintendo is, you know, changing, and whether that's good or bad, yeah. we could debate, but. I think I don't think they'll be like this forever. I think they'll make all these Fire Emblem games, and then hopefully they'll see, see take a break from it. it. Yeah, I think people <laughs> yeah, are hopefully. probably starting to get fatigued of it, and they'll move on to some other series to do we a can lot hope. Of different games. Um, but yeah, so let us know. Are you excited for the new Fire Emblem games? Um, feels like most of the fans of that series who blow through all those games are um, pretty excited for the most part. But yeah, let let us know on Twitter at Haylisten underscore Games. Um, I know for me, I'm still. <laughs> I'm still working my way through Awakening, so I'm not even interested in any of the new ones yet. Yeah. Still have so much stuff to do in that one, but um, we did want to announce, or just uh, remind you guys that the Overwatch Lunar event, uh, Year of the Rooster, actually uh, started today. There's over 100, th- 100 new cosmetic items, and then there's a new Capture the Flag game mode, and it's uh, going to go till February 13th, so if you're planning on getting For Honor, you can play this all the way up to uh, the release day and Valentine's Day for For Honor. Perfect. Um, have you played the capture flag mode yet yeah i played How a little bit played before the show um it's on two maps it's okay. on the legion tower two of the maps there and uh they actually kind of remade parts of the level so like the starter room is like this really cool like oriental room and there's fireworks scattered throughout the level you can find and like set off nice um yeah the, the level designs look yeah really let cool. everyone know where you are <laughs> <laughs> uh but it, it's two flag and so there's one flag on both sides of okay. the map and you know you can either attack or defend and basically the way it works is you have to be standing on the flag for about two or three seconds before you cap the flag. And uh, once you cap it, then you're good to go. But if you take any damage while you're standing there, then it'll reset, like, the progress bar. Oh, and So you can't just, like, you know, you zip in right away run as and grab it and Tracer or Sombra and yeah. just recall back. You have to actually kind of wipe the, the enemy base or sneak in where no one is there grab it and then you can head back to your base yeah. and it goes to three but most of the games i've played have ended on a timer um it's pretty hard to score so nice so yeah it's pretty cool. fun um it's it's really good for those mobility characters you know like winston tracer and stuff who can jump around quickly yeah, but sure. yeah the, the skins look really cool they they're really unique and uh overwatch always does a good job with these things and i will see how balanced capture the flag is you yeah. know after a week or two but it's you know it's an arcade game it's just for fun so I'm sad there's no actual rooster skin. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, 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 I don't think I rooster. saw any, as far as I know. Don't quote me on it, but I, I, I got see it, that I you're it. the rooster, and I'm sure like I think because... like Junkrat should have like a rooster skin. Like he'd make a great rooster. Like, yeah, he's like a, a samurai skin. skin or something like that. I saw. I, I got a really cool uh, Reinhardt skin. So oh, I got the legendary nice. Reinhardt, which looks cool. That's awesome. But... Um, I really want to get the May. Like her little like robot thing it gets like the little dragon head from Mulan. Like it, Ooh, <laughs> it, it looks really cool. cool. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, so uh, check that out. Um, hit us up on PS4 if uh, you're going to be online in Overwatch. We'd love to catch some games with you. Uh, Rob, you want to hit us up with our last news story this week? Yeah, so this is more just so you know. Uh, Mass Effect Andromeda has announced that their early access is only available for EA Origins access members. Um, and if you pre-ordered the game, you actually get to start playing the full game five days early. For Mass but Effect you can Andromeda, only... you get to play for five days before launch date? Yeah, five days before it launches. So it launches on the 21st, and on the 16th of March, you get to you get the full game. Wow. And you get to play up to 10 hours of the game. Uh, it's got a timer in it. And then once it that 10 hours timer, is up... Just the inevitable tomb. <laughs> no! The inevitable tomb. Yeah. Um, once that 10 hours is up, which, I mean, honestly, in an RPG like that is only, like, what? You barely get into the story. You've sort of made your character, and you might <laughs> have found spent a 10 romance. hours on the character creation screen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, and then, um, for both the uh, EA's uh, Origins, little, their program there, as well as Xbox One, you can carry your progress over so if you spent 10 hours working playing it that's early you get to carry that over so it but is, that's good i mean so that would be progress, stupid if not. Yeah. <laughs> not 
on PS4. Yeah. Well, EA Origins, EA Origins or EA Access, whatever, it's only on Xbox One, right? It's not on yeah, PS4 at all. it is. So it is only on Xbox oh, One. Gotcha. So. Yeah. So it makes sense in that to... sense. Yeah. Yeah. But if you have a PS4, you just got to wait for the actual release date. Uh, all those poor people have to wait to the release date. Oh, man. <laughs> the worst. Video games these days. We get to play them five days early just because, I guess, now. Yeah. I, I don't know. I... I you guys have never. I mean, subscribed I'm to sure a bunch EA of EA it'll Origins, it would make a bunch of people subscribe for EA Origins, right? Do they have a it's lot of subscribers? Not a, it's I, not a bad. It's a. I don't, it's I like think, I don't think they have some, but they're, they're trying to grow it more. So okay, it would it's like five dollars a, a month, and you get access to thirty games. Yeah, they like, have there a bunch are of, like. I've been like, if I had an Xbox, I would definitely be tempted because they put like yeah. all of their new sports games on there and stuff like that usually and. So it's like kind of like a streaming type service? Yeah, it's like a... Yeah, essentially. Basically it's like a, a, it's if like you like it, you games. could buy it. Gotcha. But if not, you can just play through the whole game and never buy it. They have like Battlefield 1, The Sims. Yeah. Um, I saw all the Dragon Age, all the original Mass Effects. I think it's 20 bucks a month, if I remember correctly. I don't remember if Somewhere it's that much. There, I, I know PlayStation Now is 20 bucks a month. Yeah. So. I, th- I, think I don't think it's that much, actually. Oh, really? I think okay. it's less than that. Well... Um, if you're really into Mass Effect and you just can't wait those extra five days, uh, EA Origins is the place to be, uh, apparently. So, cool. So we're going to move on into our second segment. Um, we're going to be talking about mobile games. Uh, you know, we have Nintendo who entered the mobile, um, smartphone, uh, market last year. And then obviously with this year, they're having Fire Emblem come out on the 2nd of February, Animal Crossing soon to follow, hopefully. And uh, Sony has also announced, Nathan was telling me, that they're going to start making some mobile games. Yeah, I believe they they announced it last year, I think. Um, I think after Nintendo announced Super Mario Run, I think they announced that they're going to start working on mobile stuff. And they were hoping to have, I think, I don't remember if they committed to a release date, but I think they said um, either the end of 2017 or sometime in 2018 is when they would start having their mobile games come out and these would be like focused things not like ports or anything like that but where similar to nintendo where they're taking some of their developers and intentionally making games only for your phone hey check out this franchise and if you want you more yeah and i assume it would probably be similar to to how nintendo does it where they they build it to attract people to come to the playstation 4 so makes sense so uh, they haven't said about anything about franchises or who is gonna yeah be making it anything like that Uh, it'll be interesting to see Exactly what Sony does, because you know so many of their big IPs and brand franchises are like very kind of more mature. They're games. all yeah, well, and they're all like very AAA. Yeah, like, yeah. All of their big hard hitting franchises like Uncharted or Last of Us or uh, God of Infamous, War, God of War. All of those things yeah. are all like very big AAA experiences. It'll it's interesting. It'll be interesting to see what they yeah. do to well, help those ex- translate to. Well, mobile. you know, Pokemon and Mario translate very well to a 3ds and it's easy to adapt onto like a smartphone yeah exactly sure yeah Yeah, i see what you're saying there um but what we wanted to kind of discuss today is what kind of mobile game ideas uh do we have for sony nintendo so we're gonna give out some free ideas to sony to nintendo um for some cool smartphone apps that we think um they should make so who wants to start i'm going to go with uh we fit come (laughs) over to the phone (laughs) <laughs> like, you know, it already has the tracker in there and stuff like that. Nintendo has talked about, like, they were talking about their quality of life thing and yeah, everything like true. that. Like, so many phones have at least tracking your steps and they have all the watches and stuff like that that track your fitness and stuff like that. Like Yeah, like Nintendo the makes, and stuff, yeah. I think it makes a lot of sense for Nintendo to make some kind of, like, fit app where you kind of do different activities and it'll track and you'll get rewards and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe make some fun mini games you can play or something along those lines where they make it into a health and fitness app and yeah i could totally see them doing something like that i i i think that's a great idea we fit you know already has still i think a big brand appeal like yeah we fit sold so well for the wii and even on to the wii u with the yeah the like sequel my i was talking to my boss a couple of weeks a uh, couple months ago and he was saying he still uses his wii and we fit to nice. work out at his house <laughs> i was like wow okay so i guess some people still yeah doing that. and you know the, the interface for we fit was so great it's very user-friendly it's kind of got, you know, that little Nintendo charm where you feel, like, rewarded when you check things. And um, one of my favorite features from the uh, Wii Fit U was it actually, if you had the pedometer, the pedometer or, like, counted your steps, uh, when you logged it in, it would put your steps towards, like, a mile counter. And you could, your little B would, like, add those miles to a lap like he was running. And you could do, like, oh, I want to race around New York City or 
race, you know, across the city of Paris or hike the John Muir Trail in California or like go around one of the Hawaiian islands. And so it had really cool uh, little ways to kind of track and make make, you know, losing weight and taking steps fun. So yeah, exactly. I think that's a great idea. Well, and with the WeFit, one of the things I saw not too long ago was there's this article about a guy who um, had an accident or some sort of health problem. And so he did his physical therapy using WeFit. And so like it already has like this, this, they used the WeFit to actually get him back to a place where he was walking and able to move again and all this stuff. That's so cool. So, I mean, that would be a perfect mobile thing. So I like that idea. That's a really good idea, Nathan. And they could definitely totally tie that in easily with like a Wii Fit type app for the Switch as well. Like they did a similar program to how they did it with the Wii U one where, hey, like, you know, you have this peripheral, you have this app, you can get the, you know, the console version for like free basically. So yeah, um, yeah, that's great. Um, I'm going to stick in the realm of Nintendo here and say that they need to make a Donkey Kong mobile app and I, match three puzzle game not match three no <laughs> uh, make it a barrel blast game that like, would be awesome the oh, Donkey Kong country cool. levels you know like bramble blast where you're shooting all the different barrels it would work so easily you know you just touch anywhere on the screen to shoot the barrel and just have different levels where you could you know easily go and you could maybe even create your own levels and share them with friends um and you know i just have some fun donkey kong music you can unlock all the different kongs from like donkey kong 64 you know bring back those characters and I think it could be a lot of fun. You could even have some, you know, fun uh, mini games like maybe a Donkey Konga styled mini game where you're tapping to the beat of music. Um, you could just do a lot of fun little stuff with the DK franchise, and I mean, even heck, even you know, D- Donkey Kong vs Mario, like that whole series, you know, originated you know on portable on DS, was yeah. really good with the DS and the Wii U with you know the touchscreen controls, and so. Um, that would make, be perfect for mobile. Yeah, yeah make, making bringing that franchise over, I think would be a no-brainer for Nintendo. And I know they said they don't want to really port any of their software, but the latest one for Wii U and 3DS was had a really good interface, and they could easily, you know, pretty much put that on mobile um, and make that work there. So. Yeah, definitely. Love to see some uh, some monkey on, on my uh, iPhone. <laughs> that would be cool. Well, I mean, <laughs> Nintendo said they want to make... They've only announced Fire Emblem and Animal Crossing and Mario so far, but they, wanted, they originally said they were going to do five games in one year, and obviously that was a little bit too big of a goal, but I think... They want to probably bring all over all of their major franchises, so we'll see what they do. They need to announce really a new cool. Donkey yeah, Kong it's... game, though, for them to do a mobile app, because I feel like they're tying tying in their mobile games with you know what they're putting out in their consoles. And yeah. If we have nope. no DK in the horizon, I don't think they're going to put a DK mobile game out. But... It seems like they've been announcing the mobile game, and they release the mobile game, and then they talk about the app, or the game itself. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so what will probably happen is you'll see a Donkey Kong-type mobile game, and then they'll start talking about an actual game. That's <laughs> the speculation will grow. I hope so. If it, makes me, yeah, it makes yeah. me hopeful for an Animal Crossing game for Switch sometime, like maybe oh, early next year or something Switch. like that. Oh, they will. They uh, will. But hopefully it'll be like sometime early next year, some, yeah. sometime close. It'll be good. Uh, Rob, you got an uh, idea for us? Yeah, I'm going to go with Sony. Um, nice. So I'm picturing an Uncharted game. On Sony, on mobile, but uh, geocaching. Wait, so like, oh, like a Pokemon you... Go Uncharted? Yeah, like so you go. There's treasures scattered throughout the map. You know, using Google Maps, kind of same principle, and you go to these places, and then using your phone, because obviously one of the big principles of the game is fighting off the bad guys. You have to fight wave, like do kind of a horde mode or wave after wave of enemies in that location. And when you beat all the enemies, you get the trophy. Is how would you? And like, how would you fight the enemies? Is it like do, AR do or? Like, oh, kind of like, uh, you know how a lot of... Mo- when you just tap the screen. <laughs> Gosh. Yeah, or like, I mean, even a, probably a little bit better interface. You know, there's like the, um, you can turn your phone on the side and use like the two pads, you know, the one on the yeah, left like side. Controller. Yeah, almost like a controller with it. Um, and depending on the treasure, so like some treasures might be a small one, so there might be only like two or three bad guys, and then one might be a huge treasure, and so then you would actually have like a boss battle. So that would be awesome. It would be cool to kind of bring all the different characters to there yeah. too. Yeah. Um, yeah. It'd be kind of a cool little nod to the franchise. And every time you collect a treasure, it plays like Nathan Drake's theme song. Dun, 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 <laughs> dun, dun. <laughs> like, that would be awesome. <laughs> that'd be really cool. I'd yeah. play it for the music. That is a yeah. much better I, I, idea than what I had for the Uncharted franchise. Yeah. I, and with something like that, I feel like you could like charge like two or three bucks and get yeah. a nice little experience out of it. And, 
it, it could almost be kind of thing like Pokemon Go, where you can you know, go out with your friends and play play with other people too. So that'd be cool. Definitely, yeah. I think that'd be cool. And it would get you out exploring because you'd have to look for those places again, and I mean, it would be fun. Yeah, yeah. For for my day for Sony, I think they should tap back into the Sly Cooper franchise. Um, I'm a oh, big, yeah. I'm a big fan of that series, and for whatever reason, it's kind of gone dormant. You know, the 3D platformers have kind of gone away. You know, we're getting ukulele and you know. Game, it's kind of coming back a little bit, but uh, the Sly Cooper movie was slated to come out like a year or two ago, and that got canceled, I think. And, yeah. Um, but a lot of a lot of people, especially you know, um, twenty, thirty year old people, you know, kind of played it uh, growing up. I think would have a lot of nostalgia for that series, and so making just a simple Sly Cooper game, you know, where you're tapping a jump and hook onto things and platform and get jewels, almost. Kind of like someone on Mario Run. I would see as kind of a platformer. Like, like a, a Mario Run or a Temple platformer. Run? Yeah, kind of like a side-scroller side like platformer where you're kind of doing tricks by grabbing onto hooks and accessing areas. And then it could be cool because you also have Murray and Bentley, the other two characters, the hippo and the turtle. And so the Bentley already had these really fun mobile game-type minigames in Sly Cooper where you would hack computers and you'd move around your ship. And it's almost like a dual-stick shooter, so you could do that as a segment of the game, and then the Murrays are just beat them up so you could, you know, uh, find out a, a fun mode where you're just, you know, tapping different characters, like Whack-A-Mole, I don't know, something like that, where... <laughs> yeah. But, but you have those no, three I, characters that are all very different and kind of have different gameplay modes, and it could get people excited for a new Sly Cooper game if, if Sony's making a new Sly Cooper, which they should. Yeah, that they would really be... They really should. They need to really make smart. up for the last one. Wait, you didn't like Sly Cooper 3? No, um... The last one, uh, Sly Cooper: Thieves in Time. That yeah, was the fourth. Yeah, that was, that was the fourth that one. Four? No, that was, that was four, dude. They they didn't. It was make the four. first they one. Only made three. No, they did. They the did first one was on one. PlayStation One. It was a. Uh, it was on uh, wheels or a roller coaster type one or on tracks. So basically, you couldn't go outside of the designated area. You collected bottles throughout the game. It was really uh, focused. And you could only play as Sly. The second game was the uh, thievia, all the thieves, and so they brought all their thieves friends in, and it was kind of this big thing. And the third one was uh, the finale, kind of wrapping up that story. And then the fourth one was released on PlayStation Three in two thousand and eight. Yep, Thieves in Time. Gosh, I, I thought it was the. So there's the third four of them. One, so I didn't know that. Yeah, nope, the, there the are four. The third one was Honor Among Thieves. Sly Three yeah. Honor Among Thieves. Oh, you're right. So the first one came out on PlayStation 1, the next two came out on PS2, and then the ne- the fourth one came out yeah, on I PS3. Guess I, ju- I just bought the uh, Slide Trilogy, and so I assumed yeah, there was Sony games. kind of... Like, <laughs> I didn't know there was a first really one on PS1. Didn't do anything good with their, like, 3D platforming series on PS3. Like, they made a ton of Russian Clanks, but none of them were that good. There was one that was, like, okay, but none of them were great. Um, like, the yeah. Russian Clank that just came out. Um, so they didn't make any Jack and Daxters anymore, because... Naughty Dog was really had to make uncharted games. So, instead. Yeah, exactly. But cool. yeah. Um, so for the most part, do you guys think free to play is the the route Sony Nintendo should go? Think you know maybe kind of like Pokemon Go microtransactions, but anyone can jump in and play it, or more like paid full versions. You know, similar to Mario Run, where there's kind of a set price to experience the full version. There's no microtransactions or ads or any of that kind of stuff. Um, what do you see as, you know, kind of the, the route these companies, I, Nintendo's experimented with yeah, both. They've but. done both or well, technically Pokemon Go, they didn't really make, they just kind of did some branding stuff with it. But, um, with free paid full versions, I think I am really in support of versions that, you know, you just pay one time, you pay one time price and you get the whole game and get to play it um, all the way through. I think that's awesome, especially as long as it's not too expensive, like 10 bucks in my opinion, is a fine price for that. But Super Mario Run just came out, and like all of the reviews and everything, negative feedback was like, oh, you have to pay $10 to play this game after the first three levels? Like, You can't just like wait a certain amount of time and then be able to play it. There was a lot of negative feedback to that. And so I think Nintendo and obviously Sony and these other companies are going to be looking at it and be like, wow, well, even with a game that's like really well made, like you really like Super Mario Run, right, Jeff? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I, I got it at least 10 hours value yeah. out of it so it's worth it to me even a really well made game that is um thought out and intentionally made um 
even that having a one set price having really negative reactions to that um i'm sure that's going to influence nintendo and so i'm going to be like well maybe we shouldn't maybe we should just make free-to-play games because obviously the mobile audience doesn't want to pay for yeah. full versions i mean nintendo's getting a well, lot of help with their mobile apps but they have to think about the market that's already there on smartphones like yeah. most people on those smartphones are playing the free-to-play apps or they're playing you know they're not spending more usually than three dollars on an app um yeah to unlock an app and so Having a ten dollar app, even if it's you know worth it to some people and it's a quality game, that's not really gonna bring in the people by the droves for for uh, for apps. So Nintendo, um, I don't know if they just need to, you know, make the games a little bit smaller in budget so that they can release them for a little bit cheaper. Um, but I know Nintendo does not like devaluing their IPs. No, so they don't. I, so it'll it'll be tough, I think, for Nintendo to find a find a balance for that yeah but. i mean i think poke like like you said pokemon go did a great job of kind of balancing where you could play for free or you could also pay money if you wanted to get a little bit more out of that game they did a great job i did i didn't spend one dollar on that game and i felt like i got a great experience i didn't feel like yeah. i was missing out or anything like that um but it's really that's a really hard fun, uh line to walk i think um it just really depends because like the pokemon go was a really good game to have free to play and obviously like some of the games we talked about uh maybe the Wii fit one would be great free to play yeah we uh, totally got to be free to play like because then you could just have like your microtransactions, quote unquote could be things like uh an actual game inside of it so like we archery or stuff like that you know like stuff that was really fun in the Wii Fit games or like the Wii Sports games, yeah. but you would just pay for those. But the rest of it would just be free content versus like um, you mentioned the Donkey Kong game. I don't think it should be $10, maybe closer to that $7, $6 price range that a lot of the regular mobile games yeah. like full mobile, flush out mobile games are, or even closer to that $3, $4. I think it's a balance of just how much content are you putting in that game and how much do you expect people to download it? Yeah, I think for Sony and Nintendo, if they are going paid, which I, I like, you know, I'd, I'd happily pay 5 to $10 for a quality game I can have on my phone. Um, having having those paid versions, you got to be, you know, 5 6 $7, kind of in that range for, mm-hmm. for it to really, you know, kind of break into the mainstream. But obviously games like, I think, We Fit could totally do a kind of like a Miitomo type approach, which was yeah. another Nintendo free to play with. That was more of a social game, but, you know, it, it could be kind of a social experience where you're making friends and sharing goals and messages and stuff. So, yeah, um, yeah, uh, it'll be interesting to see the route that both go. I, I don't see Sony making a free-to-play app. Um, I could see Nintendo maybe experimenting with it, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, they make free-to-play. What they're doing with Fire Emblem, I think they're doing, like, they're kind of doing random... Uh, chances to get a character to play for you, but you don't have a hundred percent know who that's going to yeah. be and stuff like that. And you buy yeah. chances. Yeah, you summon so. new characters. I think it's as a free to play game, but then yeah. you can buy more chances to buy and unlock certain characters because yeah. there's so many characters. Because there's yeah, there's <laughs> crazy amounts of characters. Yeah. And, and everyone has their their own favorites. Like yes. there's not really necessarily the top five characters. Everyone has their own favorites from the games they played, but. Yeah. Um, so, do you guys play mobile games? And it, like, if you guys play any games, do you do you like really enjoy a certain game, or do you play lots of different mobile games? But I see Nathan shaking his head. I, no. <laughs> I, I don't play mobile games. I didn't even. I was gonna buy Super Mario Run. Like literally, when Nintendo announced they were making mobile games, I had had like this terrible like Android phone that phone that was like four years old for the longest time. I was like, well, I gotta upgrade my phone, so I got like a new iPhone. Um, and this was like a year before any of Nintendo's mobile games came out. And I was like, I'm excited. And then I really enjoyed Pokemon Go. That was a lot of fun. And then I got Super Mario Run and played the demo and still haven't actually paid for the $10 for the full game. Even though I like the idea. I don't know. I'm just like, eh, it's fine. Like, it was fun. But I guess I didn't want to pay $10 for it. The always online is, is the most yeah, worst thing exactly. about Mario Run. You yeah. Always have to yeah. yeah, and it takes up, like, if you're not connected to the internet, it actually takes up a fair amount of your data. Like, Oh, really? Yeah, like, it's... I think I was reading somewhere that if you play for, like, about an hour, it takes up almost, like, a gigabyte of data or something Sheesh. like that. Like, a crazy amount That's of crazy. data. So I was like, well... Wow. And I only have two gigs, so I'm like, I, I don't want to yeah, do that. that. makes sense. <laughs> but, um... So I don't really play a lot. I mean, when Angry Birds came out five years ago, I remember playing that. <laughs> Got Angry Birds days. Yeah. Nice. Went through that. Did you went through all, like, seven of the games? Like no, Angry I Birds played, like, space. one, and I was like, all right, that was fun. <laughs> but I, I'm not a huge mobile nice. gamer. Um, for me, uh, I, I played a few mobile games over the years. Um, 
right now I'm not really playing anything. Like I'll log into Pokemon Go every once in a while and just like see if there's any Pokemon laying around yeah. my house if I'm bored. But um, I, I was really into it this summer. Like me and my wife, we'd go out and play all the time. It was kind of a fun way to get outside and kind of you know explore the area that we live in. Um, Mario Run, like Nathan said, you know I had a lot of fun with. Um, I'm still kind of playing Toad Rallies every once in a while. It just feels really good, the platforming that game. They did an awesome job. Um, so Mario Run's still a lot of fun. I collected all the coins, so I just do Toad Rallies for the most part now. Um, but other than that, there's really only like two maybe other mobile games I've gotten into. I have a, uh, there's a Spider-Man app that they made. It was kind of like a Temple Run type game. Uh-huh. It wasn't necessarily oh, a great yeah. game, but it was kind of cool because they did bring in tons of the different Spider-Man characters from the, the lore and the comics. And so it was kind of cool seeing that. I got into it for a while, but then I just got to this point. I'm like, this is such a waste of time and it's <laughs> not even a good game. Yeah. I could be playing so much better games. So I finally deleted it. Um, and I haven't really played it since, but, um, and then I have Pac-Man 256. I really enjoy Pac-Man 256. Definitely download that if you haven't. It's a free to play app and it used to have a bunch of crappy microtransactions and, you know, you can only play, once like every 30 minutes or something stupid like that but they actually took away a lot of those restrictions so um that's a really fun kind of endless run of pac-man game and i actually bought it on my ps4 and i played it a ton on ps4 yeah. they, they added co-op and it's a it's a really fun chill pac-man game where you're trying to get you know big pac-man combos so um i guess you could say i've really only dipped my toes into franchises or ips that i'm interested in yeah. know that i'll like <laughs> i think mm-hmm. um, for the most part they've been free to play out there yeah Mario. yeah when i think about yeah. like my phone like it's a little bit small i don't want to be playing like a big game on there i don't think um especially with touch controls like maybe if i had an ipad i would play more um because i know there are like actual good deep mobile games that are made on the app store and on the google play store whatever it's called um that people put yeah. work to and some people really enjoy but i just haven't gotten into it yeah and I, I think for me too, a problem is just digital. Like, I, I'm still such You're a still physical buyer. still such a physical collector. Like, I like having my mm. 3ds cases to display and my Wii U cases and all that. And um, I like having all my stuff together and in one place. And so it's it's nice if I have you know able to add a new 3ds cartridge to my to my collection and having it there. And for me too, like I have so many like mobile games already, like on my 3ds. <laughs> I, I used to carry my 3ds everywhere, so I'm just like, oh, I, I can play a much better game on my 3ds. Why would I buy something on my iPod? Yeah, so. that makes sense. Rob, do you play mobile games? Uh, when I had an iPod Touch back when those things were a thing, I remember those uh, days. Th- that was a long time ago for some of you children out there. Dude, I had uh, an iPod Touch when that first came out. That, that, yeah, that but was I mean, that was. 10 years ago. It was pretty much like an iPhone. It was like an iPhone, but you didn't have the phone capability. It's kind of before the the, uh, iPhone generation really kicked off, but uh, I had an iPod Touch, and I played a ton of big franchise games on my iPod Touch. Assassin's Creed? Yeah, I played all the Assassin's Creed mobile games. I played, like, Battlefield. I played uh, some of the movie spinoffs, like Terminator Salvation came out around that time, and I had that on my iPod Touch. Um, So you played all crappy games. No, but, I mean, they were fun. They actually were pretty fun. But after I got rid of that one, I have a Windows phone, so I don't really have a whole lot of games. There's not as many options as there are on, like, an Apple or an Android. But I also have just sort of resigned myself to just playing uh, free-to-play games. Yeah. So I don't really... I don't really... I've bought bought one game on my phone, and that was NBA Jam. Nice, Uh, dude. Nice. and the I, I love is really good. I love playing it. It's super fun. It's really easy to use on the phone. I actually like playing it on the phone a little bit more than I did like on the Sega Genesis really? or oh, stuff nice. like that back in the day. It's super smooth. It's really fun. Um, and then I kind of rotate through like when I'm playing a game on my phone. What I'm really trying to do is just kill time. Yeah, exactly. And, and stave off my ADD for a few minutes. <laughs> and so I rotate through all sorts of random free games and right now i'm back into this is really embarrassing but i feel like i need tell to tell us. all the people i've been playing frozen freefall for the last few weeks wow uh, Rob, is that like does it just play let it go on like repeat as you play <laughs> no it plays a super annoying like wintry tingly <laughs> piano song so i actually play with the volume off so so oh, how nice. did you get into frozen freefall that's what i want to know like, i'm guessing it was your wife, wife. 
Your wife? My wife okay. was playing it religiously. She beat the this before they started. They've added a ton of content since I last played it. But before they added all this content, my wife was playing it and she beat the whole thing as I was playing. I was like, oh, that looks interesting. So I found it on my phone. I'm like, hey, I have it. Oh, I can wow. play this. That looks pretty fun. I, ha- I gotta get that. So for I, I started playing it and I still am playing it. So <laughs> nice. Yeah. That's what I have to say about that. Very nice. We are proud of your confession. We will not judge you. <laughs> I I remember the. I think the game I've ever played I, most on my phone is like that adding game where you have to like add like two plus four and like try and get the biggest number and stuff like that. Oh yeah, it was I remember you probably, probably, oh, like, yeah, I that one. three or four years ago. Yeah, I played to... that game probably like ten hours or something like that. <laughs> I did a lot. Wow. Kind of embarrassing sometimes the games we put so much time into yeah, on our phones. I remember one summer I was I was working at camp and I uh, never had some downtime. I had this. This jetpack game on my phone, uh, jetpack joyride. Yeah, jetpack joyride. That was a fun <laughs> oh game. yeah, that was actually a pretty solid game. Um, so I, I had a lot of fun with that, and I, it was funny. It, one of my other friends there at the camp was like obsessed with it. And he's like, "Dude, delete it from your phone. It took over my life." <laughs> jetpack joyride. Game. Oh, that's hilarious. Uh, I, I haven't played it in years, but I remember I, I did have some fun with that one too. If if Peggle had a better version on their on the phone, like they have a mobile version of Peggle, but it's not very good. Um, if they had a better version of Peggle on mobile, I would definitely get Dude, that. Dude, you love Peggle. I love Peggle. So. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That was, like, the third game I bought for my PS4. Uh, Nathan's got one last burning question right. here. For so, a oh, no. the real question is, uh, Rob, you have a Windows phone. I do. And Still rocking it. You got a new phone, like, I think a year and a half ago, after the Windows yep. phone had pretty much, like, died, and you got another Windows phone. So I did. So, you ever, like drop the windows phone will you ever go to either an android or an ios device i actually will probably the next time i get a new phone um i'm finding a lot of the apps that i need to survive and <laughs> survive. be a normal normal functioning human being in this society <laughs> this are on windows so, so windows so, phone like you can't even sustain yourself it's getting it's that far along in the life support well, you know, um, what's the biggest popular or one of the most popular things in the world right now? Snapchat and Instagram stories. Guess what Windows doesn't have? Snapchat or Instagram stories. Ooh. Wait, so I have do Instagram. They have Instagram? They have Instagram. I thought uh, Instagram stories was in the Instagram app. No, but they, they the probably Instagram, stopped updating for Windows. No, the Instagram app on uh, Windows phone ha- hasn't been updated since 2014. Oh. And so I'm just actually gonna drop the support for that platform. Yeah, <laughs> so it's just it's really sad. <laughs> just saying. Gotcha. So yeah, the next phone I will not go to an Apple phone. I will probably go to an Android. I can see Rob becoming. I'm an excited Android. for Rob to go back to his teenage girl years and start Snapchatting every ten seconds. <laughs> his teenage girl years. <laughs> He'll just, I, he'll just snap all these pictures of his beard from different angles. <laughs> beard exactly. like this, beard today. Is, this beard is too majestic not to share. Um, How did oh, we get on funny. Snapchat? Why are we oh, we're so <laughs> off topic. <laughs> um, uh, anyways, moving on to a question that we actually had. We had a viewer question sent in from a good friend of the show, Sir Mr. Fields. Um, and he sent us in the question uh, on Twitter... Um, he tweeted at us at Hayless underscore games, just like you can. And he said, I'm torn between buying a game now and just waiting for it to go on sale. So he asked, have you ever bought a game too early? Like you knew you probably should have waited a little bit longer for it to get it at a good sale price, but you caved and you bought it early. I see oh, Nathan man. grinning from ear to ear. I, this, this, this is the question of my life. And I always <laughs> cave and buy it too early. <laughs> like I bought... So, they announced Skyrim Special Edition was coming out on PS4. I already had it on PS3, had played, like, probably 50, 60 hours of it or something like that. So, pretty conservative for some Skyrim players. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, I kind of want to play through it again. And my PS3 wasn't really working right at the time and stuff like that. So, I was like, oh, I'll pick it up. But I was like, you know what? I'm sure it's going to... It comes out at the end of October. Black Friday is, like, three weeks after that. I'm sure it'll go on sale for that. I'll get it then. Then the day it comes out, 60 bucks, I'm like... Screw it! I'm buying Skyrim <laughs> Special Edition. Went and bought it at the store. Sure enough, like three weeks later for Black Friday, I looked. It was like twenty five dollars. I was oh, like, Oh man! I should have just been stronger and waited because I knew it was going to go on sale. It's a I game still... you've already played before, and it was too. a game I had already played before, and I still caved and bought oh, it. Um, and that's like one example of like a lot of games that I bought too early. Um, I would say for me, 
have I ever bought a game too early? I I avoid pre-orders. You guys know this, and if you follow the show pretty religiously, I Rob's I a am humble bundle like guy. I'm yes. all about not just humble bundle, but if it's on sale, I I'm all about the sales, and so I always try and buy games on sale just because I'm poor and I don't have a lot of money. But I have bought a couple of games on pre-order, and I would like... say. Uh, Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed <laughs> three and four. I love how whenever I assume Assassin's Creed, Rob's like, yeah, Assassin's yes, Creed, yep, yeah, that was yeah. it. <laughs> yep. And I will you be really honest. Like those games, right? I did not. I loved Assassin's Creed four. It was but probably like the best game though, ever, right? and I didn't regret that one for a single second. I would have paid sixty dollars for that any day. Um, Assassin's Creed three, on the other hand. <laughs> wasn't so great. Yeah. I'll be honest, I pay, I bought it early and got the season pass. Ooh. Ooh, you got the season pass. Man, you went all in. Yeah. I went all in, and I want my money back. <laughs> well, this money back, like, seven years later, whenever I, that game came I, out. I, I mean, say it was probably like, eight, pass, but... I think it was like $80 or so yes, total. Right. For the game with the season pass. Yeah, yeah. and I think... Yeah. I would have rather just waited and paid 10, 20 bucks for that game. The Assassin's Creed games, they always go on sale for like 10 bucks, like a year or so later. Yeah. So. I, I well, got, and I, I bought it in like, I think it came out in November. Yeah. And then Black Friday was three weeks later, and it was 20 bucks. Man, <laughs> that's rough. That, that's just I, like Nathan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. So. Yeah, I, Jeff, what about you? Well, for me, like, most of the games I buy are are at launch are triple a games that i'm looking forward to and i know i want and they're usually on nintendo platforms and so yeah, because nintendo it's justifiable because they take so long yeah. for their games to go on sale it doesn't matter when that nintendo game comes out like when the new mario game comes out you i'll bet you right now mario and and uh, zelda on the switch are still going to be 60 bucks three years from now like they'll they're not going to be drop like in price. maybe like 50 or 40 or something like that. Yeah. But like a year yeah, after Breath of the Wild comes out, down. it'll still be $60. Yeah. And so I don't really feel too bad about buying most Nintendo games on launch. Um, mm-hmm. I'm really glad that I bought Pokémon at launch because I had a lot of fun with that. I was thinking about getting Street Fighter, but with like how, you know, we've already talked about the lack of content was in the game. I'm glad it was $15, you know, a couple of months later and I, I was able to get it. But um, for me, the one that really comes to mind is Injustice. Um, I'll say this, I love Injustice it's a really great fighting game, I'd heard really good things about it, I played it uh, at a few friends' houses and stuff, I think Nathan you actually picked it up before I did Yeah, I did. and uh, I, I really enjoyed that game and I wanted to play and I had a uh, roommate at the time who was a really big DC fan, he, he, I'm like oh it'd be so fun to get this and play it with my roommate You know, he loves DC and this game and so uh, I saw they had the Ultimate Edition on PS4, so it was right when I first got my PS4 I like Destiny, and I think I got Tomb Raider on sale. Um, and so I'm like, I'm finding, uh, I'm just thinking about Justice. I really want to pull the trigger. And it was like 11 or 12 bucks on Amazon. I'm like, $12, that's a great deal. Yeah, like, I price. can totally pull the trigger. And so I ordered it after waiting for about a year and a half on this game. I order it, and then literally as it's in transit from Amazon, the next day, uh, Amazon and, or PlayStation announces net tomorrow's free playstation plus game injustice gods among us ultimate edition <laughs> it's like oh i've waited gosh. for a year and a half and the day after i buy it i get it for free <laughs> and so day. i i literally, literally never opened my copy i think i tried trading day i got like five bucks or something for it but <laughs> i'm just like what are the odds that i wait so long for this and i buy it too early by one day that's hilarious um, so that's my that's, one and then obviously last year i got uh, I bought into the hype of No Man's Sky at the last second and bought yep. that. I didn't pre-order it, but my wife told me I probably shouldn't buy it. Like, I should have totally taken her advice, and I ended up getting <laughs> it. So now, like, whenever I want to, like, pre-order a game or get a game, like, ahead of time that, you know, isn't, like, necessarily, like, Mario is all, like, a must-have, I just, like, just show me, like, the box art for No Man's Sky, and, like, that or oh, yeah, I, I should wait. I should not get this right away. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's kind of just, you just kind of have to be smart. I mean, a lot of games um, on Xbox One and PS4 and stuff like that, or, or like Steam has their big Steam sales, where they do go on sale a month 
somewhere between like a month to two or three months after the game releases and they'll go on sale for like 40 30 dollars or something like that yeah yep. so if you can wait that long you can get a better price on it but sometimes it's hard to wait or like an example of a game that i thought really thought hard about waiting for and decided not to is overwatch I'm um, glad i got, got that, that a couple of weeks after and i'm really glad i didn't wait because that game still i think the cheapest i've seen it is like 40 dollars or something like that it hasn't gone on sale that much and I've had a ton of fun with that game. Yeah. So, so just yeah. look at the and trends, think, look at the type of game, and if you think yeah. it's gonna hit the the bargain bin within a few months, and yeah. you can, and you don't mind waiting that long, then definitely wait it out. But in some games like Overwatch and Destiny, you kind of want to be a part of the conversation and playing it with yeah, your like multi, are. especially multiplayer yeah. focused games. But yeah, yeah, single player stuff, especially big RPGs. I would say wait. Yep. Um, all right. Well, we're gonna move on here. We're gonna talk about our video game goals for 2017. Um, Rob kind of came up with this idea of, hey, you know, we can kind of say a personal goal that we have uh, for the year, something we, we want to do. So, uh, Rob, you want to start us off? Yeah. Um, so, my, we kind of, each of us wrote out a couple of goals that we really have. And so, my, my goals for 2017 are, first off, I want to beat Fallout 3. Woo! You can do it, Rob. We believe. This is the year. Wait. I thought it was 2018 when he was going to finish. No, I said he's, he's I was going to it up. before 2018. Oh, all right. Rob's so. going to be, like, in his room, like, New Year's Eve. Like, I got to beat it, guys. <laughs> his family's going to be, where's Rob? I uh, hope I hope. No, you, you can do it <laughs> if you focus on the main story. But yeah, that is the question. And I'll actually talk about that here in a few minutes when we talk about what we've been playing. Um, <laughs> but also, uh, I talked a little bit about this one a couple episodes ago, but uh, I'm going to reiterate it. Uh, play more of my Steam library. I have a couple hundred games that I own, not just in my Steam library, but also just kind of on Xbox and PS4 and that sort of thing. And so just kind of in the name of being more focused on what games I have and actually try out all the games I have, um, I've started playing through my Steam library, starting from basically A to Z. Nice. A to Z. Wow, you are <laughs> laser-focused. I like it, Rob. So, so I mean, scroll I'll, and be like this one. <laughs> yeah, no, and I've been doing that. That's what I've been doing, and it just wasn't really working. Because I mean, I'd be like, "Oh, I'm gonna play this one now, and maybe I'll play this one now." And I'm just like, "No, I gotta just go down the list and play games for like maximum or a minimum of 20 minutes. And after 20 minutes, if I'm not feeling it," You leave it stop or you playing love it. it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, stop playing it, uninstall it from my computer, never look at it again. Dude, so, you, should, uh, you should try and like record or stream some of those games if you can somehow. Um, yeah, my computer, my computer's a little slow, so it's hard oh, to yeah. capture and that sort of thing. So I wish I could, but I would need a, <laughs> I need a little faster computer to do oh, some of that. Okay. Otherwise, it'd be really, yeah, it would be really entertaining to hear my opinion. <laughs> Just on get the humble bundle for them. gaming PCs where you can get yeah, like, I know, a really good I... gaming PC for 50 bucks. <laughs> hey, so if anyone in the comments is really rich and wants to donate a computer to, hey, listen, games. Dude, um, I and think then my last a lot one... of rich people in the comments. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, And then my last one is uh, to just really buy more, buy less games and more focused. So, like, there's a couple of big games coming out this year, uh, Mass Effect Andromeda, that I'm really looking forward to, and I want to make sure that I save up my money just for the bigger games that I'm really wanting to play, rather than just buying all these little games that I'm interested in. Nice. So Nice. Solid. That's mine. I, th- I think, think that's a good goal. And, uh, you know, viewers, I w- we want you guys to hold us accountable and, you know, check in exactly. with us. Uh, uh, yeah. See if, if Rob's uh, progressing through Fallout 3 and... Uh, you know what what letter he is on of his Steam library. <laughs> yeah, you, you, maybe we'll do Try that. Try and make it to like D by the end of the year or something like that. <laughs> I mean, if I made it to D by the end of the year, that would be incredible. So <laughs> wow. Um, so for me, I was thinking about um, games. Really, just I want to beat because um, I've started. You know, kind of a lot of games just haven't really finished through them. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one that comes to mind is Twilight Princess HD. I got it for Christmas, and I know once Breath of the Wild comes out, I'm not going to really come back to that game. You gotta do it now. Yeah, man. and so so I'm trying to beat that, you know, the next couple of weeks before it comes out. I I was gonna play it this weekend and then PlayStation had that darn flash sale and I picked up a couple of games and didn't touch it this weekend. So um hopefully I can uh, get get through that game, um, which is a lot of fun. It's my first Zelda game I played all the way through. So um and then with some new games coming out, I actually got reminded of past games that I wanna beat so I can be ready for new versions. Uh, which obviously would be Fire Emblem Awakening. Um, with all the new Fire Emblem stuff, 
I it seems like the perfect time to jump back into Fire Emblem. So I want to finish that game. I, I thought I beat it, and then like it's like, oh, you're only halfway through the game. Now start this main second storyline. <laughs> I was like, what? So uh, and I, I'm playing on hard on hard on hardcore mode with, uh, with permadeath. permadeath. Yeah, oh, man. and so it just oh wow, it's just so brutal. It takes yes. it takes forever to get through levels. You have to play it like ten times and learn all the strategies and get lucky too. So um, it's fun, but it's definitely definitely a, a drag. Um, and then I also want to beat Red Dead Redemption on my PS3 um, in preparation for the second one. I Ooh. I've uh, only gotten about I want to say uh, maybe about forty percent of the way through on my current current playthrough, and I haven't played Undead Nightmare, so I'd love to play through that as well. But I know when Red Dead Two comes out, I think it might be a game I'll be tempted to to pick up relatively soon. So uh, we'll see. Yeah. Um, and then those are the games I want to beat. And then uh, just for as far as playing through, I want to play through the DK series this year. I've kind of completed my DK, you know, console collection. And so I'm playing through uh, Donkey Kong Country 3 right now, but go back through the other two, um, go through Jungle Beat for the first time, 100% Donkey Konga. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, go through all the Donkey Kong games again. It's a lot of fun. I actually played Tropical Freeze over the uh, winter break and, um, I, just, I just love Donkey Kong, and I, I'm building up anticipation for an announcement of a for new the DK. announcement of Donkey Kong. Please at E3. Uh, hopefully, oh, man, you're going to be the only person that's excited when Retro <laughs> announces that their third that their game is actually the third game of the Donkey I Kong still, series. Oh, I still understand all the hate Tropical Freeze got. I'm like, this is such an amazing game. The last one was amazing. I'm glad they're making a sequel, but everyone wanted a Metroid game. But yep. Um, and then my other goal for Nathan is to play Wind Waker for more than five minutes. Oh, you can man. do it. I believe. It's a great game. I, a I, lot of people agree with me and you. I, I love ragging just... on Wind Waker. And uh, <laughs> I got a free HD copy of it when I got Mario Kart 8 because um, all the other games like I already owned. Yeah. And so uh, I have it on my Wii U. Um, I just haven't really started other than just kind of wander around the island and run into this random booger kid with a giant <laughs> snot hanging out. I'm like, what is this? Um, so maybe maybe I'll uh, I'll finally uh, put some more time into that, but uh, we'll see. Very I want nice. to get through my other promises. Yes. That, okay. That's the bottom of the list, Nathan. Oh, man, that's never going to happen. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. Well, for me, um, I have a couple. Uh, I want to beat Breath of the Wild. That game isn't even out yet, but... and as That's how big you are. As big of a fan... <laughs> of like Zelda and stuff as I am like it's my favorite game series and all that stuff I still usually take like about a year to play through Zelda games like I it's think true. I beat Skyward Sword exactly Skyward Sword I beat like almost exactly a year after it came out um, what about Link Between Worlds how long did that take you Link Between Worlds I started it and then played it for maybe like uh, like six seven hours or something like that and then stopped playing it and then came back to it like a year and a half later and okay. finished it and beat it and stuff like that so so you want to yeah. beat this zelda so in i want to and this is like the beat biggest it in zelda year ever. one yeah You're crazy i'm crazy because it's the biggest <laughs> zelda ever there's gonna be so much stuff to do and i'm gonna get super distracted by everything um luckily i'm not like rob so i don't have to beat every single quest <laughs> to consider it like beaten unless it's majora's mask um majora's mask you just have to get all the masks that's the whole point of the game so <laughs> um so yeah i want to beat breath of the wild that's one of them and then I have a couple other games. Uh, Pokemon Moon, I picked up at launch last year, um, the end of last year. And I think I've, I'm about two-thirds of the way through the game. Enjoying it, kind of going through it slowly. Um, but I want to finish that off. I'm sure I will. Um, and then I also want to finish Majora's Mask 3D. I picked up one of my 3DS about two years ago and played through <laughs> about 60% of it and then stopped playing it for a while and then recently started playing it again. It looks really nice on, on Yeah, it, it looks really good on the 3DS, so I want to finish that. Um Nice. that as well i have one other one i want to play more smaller games like i find myself going back to and playing the same games over and over again um i know i play games mostly late at night like somewhere between like 10 10 to like 12 o'clock at night or some somewhere around there and usually i'm tired so i don't want to like jump yep. into something that i have to learn and learn rules or go through dialogue or whatever it is i want to play something that i'm familiar i can just get in the gameplay really quick and not have to focus a lot and so I play a lot of, like, Overwatch. I play a lot of, like, NBA 2K or Madden or whatever it is. Or I used to play Destiny a lot. Um, so I want to try out new, um, more games. Um, maybe try out more PlayStation Plus games. Branching out a little bit. Yeah, more. branch out a little bit more. Play some more indie games um, and try and enjoy different styles. So, yeah, I think those are my goals for 2017. We'll see nice. how those come. Yeah, so nice. uh, hit us up on Twitter. Uh, let us know 
What are, what are you, your 2017 video game goals? We'd love to carry on the conversation with you guys on Twitter. Uh, we want to know what games are you planning on uh, being, or maybe you're going to commit to try some new genres or just new type of games like Nathan here. Um, but great. I, that about wraps up our show. But as always, we like to leave you with what we're playing for the week. Um, I'll go ahead and start off and say I finished Shovel Knight Plague of Shadows, and I absolutely loved it. Um, it was the big uh, campaign that they added. It was a Kickstarter stretch goal, and so it was a big free update that they did last year. I finally uh, finished it. It took about an hour or two longer than the original one, I think just because it's a little more challenging. Um, but a lot of fun. I really liked the original music. The story was better than the original Shovel Knight. It was really funny, and actually it was kind of kind of sweet. Kind of got me in the heart a little bit at the end. So um, had a lot of fun with that. I'm excited that you know they're still planning two more campaigns for Shovel Knight. Um, and they're free if, if you already own it uh, before the next one comes out. Um, so I played a lot of that. Um, and then for the flash sale I mentioned, I picked up Risk. Because I love the board game Risk, but no one ever plays with me in real life. Like, I got the board game a year or two ago, and I've only played it like... Two times Yeah, or like, that. like two or three times because it's so hard to find people who are willing to play it. Like my wife hates it, and it's just hard to find time. So I've been playing it online, and I talked to... Couple my friends, like one of them, Simmerster Fields, and to buying it. So we've been playing it online, and it's been a lot of fun. Um, and then Geometry Wars Three, I've been a big fan of just kind of arcadey dual stick shooters for a while. And uh, this one, I was been waiting for it to go down in price. Finally, at like four bucks, it's normally like twenty dollars. And uh, I've been having a ton of fun with that. There's actually lots of different ways you can uh, play the game. It's not just your average run around and shoot with one stick and move with the other. Mm. Um, there's lots of different modes where you get a certain amount of ammo. You uh, have to run through gates and not shoot anyone. You have time limits. You only have one life. Boss battles. So there's a lot of fun content there. I've been having fun just reaching to get new high scores. Like I love the thrill of, you know, knowing I achieved the highest rank in each levels. And um, yeah, other than that, I played nice. lots, lots of my NES classic or my dad's NES classic. I got for him. I, I hacked it and uh, put like 85 <laughs> games on it. So uh, we, we were playing a lot of that over the weekend. Uh, that was down at home with family, so that's awesome. Super technical, nice. and you know a lot of those classic sport games. I was actually beating my dad at NES golf, so I, I will wow, say that that's impressive. on the podcast. We didn't that get to finish the game, really but through five holes, I was one under, and he was uh, one over. So, wow, very nice, <laughs> very proud. <laughs> we will always hold that over your dad, Jeff. Um, so for me, I was actually uh, this last weekend. I was gone. I was down at a wedding down in California. So. Brought my 3DS with me, played a fair amount of Pokemon Moon. Um, like I said, I hadn't played it in a while, but I pulled it out, got back into it. Um, I really like some of the new monsters. There's some really cool monsters. I finally caught an Alolan uh, Sandshrew. Ooh, um, the ice one? Yeah, the ice. ice one. He's I haven't leveled him up too much, but he's pretty cool so far. And then, like, he was kind of a hard encounter to encounter. Like, I didn't know he was there, and he just randomly popped up. And I was like, oh, my Very gosh. Surprised. Yeah, I was super surprised. So that was awesome. Um, so I just played that, and then I also started playing uh, Fire Emblem Awakening again. Um, with the Fire Emblem direct last week, I was kind of the same way as you, Jeff. I was like, inspired to go back. I need to go back and play Fire Emblem so I can be excited for these new games and new things that are coming out. So um, I think I played a couple battles in that. I am not doing permadeath mode, so it's a little bit easier. I, I regret um, my decision, oh, yeah. but I'm already committed. <laughs> I can't go back and start like, the whole game. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's a lot of fun. I usually don't really like strategy games, but... Um, Fire Emblem, Fire Emblem does a really good job of kind of keeping you invested, and I like the like character stories and the marriage and all that stuff. The, really the cool. dialogue's great. Like, yeah, they exactly. do a great job. The mm-hmm. localization and having just little personalities and different characters, and yeah, it's fun. And there's a reason it's so popular. The strategy is so great. Yeah, the strategy is super strong as well. Rob, all right. So in the name of my 2017 goal, I will list off two games that I have actually started playing from my Steam library. Uh, the first one I played was called 16-Bit Trader. I picked it up in a bundle. It wasn't a humble bundle. It was a. It was like a. It was on Bundle Stars, and I got it with like twelve other games. Wow. Is there a so, like bundle website that you follow that you're like, ooh, this bundle came out today. This bundle came out today. This yeah, bundle came out is. today. This bundle. Actually, stars, no. I actually peruse e bundle. <laughs> I actually I ha- I'm subscribed to a couple of their emails. And so they'll let me know when there are bundles, as well as I peruse them on a every, every other two weekly basis, just to see what sales are going on. 
I think so. you should start your own bundle page for video games. Yeah. Right? The Hey Listen bundle page. Exactly. <laughs> I would, yeah. Um, so, I, I so how is the game? Sorry. 16-Bit Trader, it is basically like you start off as a merchant and you don't really have anything and you have to go around and build an empire of like like it's set during like the 15 or 1400 so it's really medievalish and it was not that great is it i like got 20 minute 16 bit version of bigger or better it's like <laughs> a very lame version of bigger or better oh that's sad um, so you deleted it is what you're saying i i got in i actually didn't i Did set this minimum minutes? of I, I said this minimum of 20 minutes. I think I got 19 minutes in before I said this is just... I mean, it was just boring. Okay, you can't cross <laughs> that off your list. You have to go play another 20 minutes. You couldn't make it to that extra minute. <laughs> I, made, I made 19 minutes, and then it was kind of like, I have been playing for 19 minutes. I have not accomplished anything, and this is not holding my interest. Yeah. I'm going to delete oh, it. Yeah, and I moved fun. on. Yeah. Um, the next game I played was Afterfall Insanity. It's a uh, 2011 horror type thriller mm. game set in like a sci-fi like setting games? i don't i uh. hate horror games i don't remember where i got this one actually <laughs> i think this is a really old bundle or something that, like, in your I, library. there were like there were like three games that I wanted out of this bundle and i bought it and i think there was like eight other games that were just kind of random i think this is one of those random games and it's like it kind of has that you know the over-the-shoulder camera, sort of like the Dead Space type okay. series. And it sort of has the melee combat of, like... It's sort of... It's like if Half-Life and Dead Space had a baby. <laughs> okay. And then dropped it on its head repeatedly. Oh, wow. So you didn't like it very much? <laughs> I have not... I have actually played more than 20 minutes of it, and I will probably play more of it, just because there is enough of a story there that I'm sort of interested to see where it goes. And so far, there hasn't really been anything horror really i mean it's just basically been i've been running around from soldiers I'm like this isn't scary at all this is supposed to be a scary movie I don't, or game i don't understand it and it's part of a bigger world the afterfall series is apparently a bunch of games that i really didn't know about and this is supposedly so like, a like sci-fi then? yeah so sci-fi horror apocalypse gotcha. all the above well, uh, I'm excited to see oh. uh, next week what uh, new games are added into your uh, what you've been playing. And then, um, as usual, Fallout 3. Woo! Getting on that and goal. I, and I did actually play one of the uh, main story missions. Wow. And beat it. So I have not beaten the main mission, main quest yet, but I did beat one of the main missions you're, on it. You're, you're working, working towards the goal there. I'm the about halfway. Game. I'm about halfway through another one. So wow, Fallout Four nice. is looking at you with Ernie, earnest eyes, saying, "Please take please. me out of the plastic room." I'm better and take... prettier. Yep. And then last but not least, I played through The Last of Us and I beat it. You finished you it. You beat it? Nice. I finished Last of Us, and then I also went back and played the uh, Left Behind DLC. Oh, wow. And beat that as well. well how wait, long was wait, that? Wait, wait, wait. The Left Behind DLC was short, right? Yeah, it's super short. I kind of want to play like, that, because that's like the lesbian DLC, right? Wait, what? <laughs> Technically, yes, but it is... It actually is a good story. It adds a lot yeah, to the to heard. the main quest. But you do need to play through the main storyline before you play it Spoilers. because it does tie into the overall game and it also spoils some of the things from the main story. Oh, darn. Right. Sounds good. So, <laughs> um, it, and I really enjoyed the story of The Last of Us. I'm super, I'm even more excited about Last of Us 2 than I already was. So this is, I think it was a really well worth it game. So you liked Last of Us after beating it? Yeah, I loved it. It was really good. Um, as the game goes on, beating the clickers are so hard at the very beginning, like the zombie type things, and the bad guys are so hard. But near the end of the game, you get more and more powerful stuff. So the last, the biggest last clicker encounter I had of the entire game, I didn't get attacked once. Wow! I took them nice. all. Load I took them all. There were like fifteen or twenty of them. I took them all out, and then was like, "Wait, is that it? Oh, awkward." <laughs> Nice. Well, that, that's, that's cool. Good. The progression really works that way. Yeah. <laughs> so it was really fun, and I really enjoyed the game, and I highly recommend it. 
Maybe cool. maybe uh, he'll inspire Nathan and I to go back and uh, finish up. I have game. to go restart it because my PS3 is broken. I have to buy it on PS4. Uh, I, I don't think uh, that's gonna happen unless like then. maybe if they put it on PS Plus before. I'd let you borrow time. it. Okay, maybe I'll do that. Yeah, I I, I got the digital version on PS4, so. Um, but great. All right. Well, that about wraps up our show here today. As always, you can find us here Tuesday nights live at seven o'clock Pacific on Spreaker.com. Or you can listen to us anytime you want if you subscribe to us on iTunes. Just search Hey Listen Gamescast. We'll be back next week for episode 33. We're going to leave you here the uh, orchestral arrangement from the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild trailer that debuted in the Switch uh, event the other day. Try not to cry. (laughs) Have a good week, and we'll see you next time.